0: hi hello how are you how art thou (laughs) i hope you're doing well thanks for coming back and tuning in for the second episode of this podcast journey whatever this will be um really loved hearing what people thought about the first one and that people were enjoying it, especially (laughs) the reminder to hydrate. So I'm going to put that reminder out right now to grab a sip of water Uh, if you have not had water today um, or you haven't had it in a while. And maybe this will be like one of the themes of this podcast is um, the reminder to always drink water because honestly I I think the majority of people do not drink enough water for example my mother love her she does not like the taste of water she prefers Pellegrino which is very bougie but I love her (laughs) and she also loves when her water has um, like you know lemon or something in it just because she's not a fan of the taste of plain water me, on the other hand, I love water. Water is the thing that I drink the most of. I drink, like, tea and coffee. Um, but aside from that, water is my, my drink of choice. Um, however, I prefer room temperature water because it just, for many reasons. <laughs> Anyways, room temp water is my go-to. Okay, side note. In America, I always have to tell the the person at the restaurant oh hey can i get room temperature water instead of water with ice because the default is water with ice however in europe water with ice that's not that's not a thing it's usually just the room temperature water so that was a really nice thing about being over there was that um they just handed me the water in the way that was perfect for my water needs and water preferences my water preference anyways this is making me want to go back to Europe which hopefully god willing that will be happening in the near future um also I'm quite overjoyed because I just booked a flight to go see one of my best friends who will be on a future podcast episode so I'm very excited about that more details to come But I just get so excited to go places because that's amazing (laughs) and it's fun. And honestly, uh, after COVID and stuff like that, I think it's such a a blessing to be able to go and travel places and, and see people that you love or discover new places for yourself. So many things, so many places in the world. So yes. Okay. So... I'm just going to get into this, this topic. So today, it is going to be a topic um, that I think we're all familiar with. And it's a simple word. And that word is drumroll, please. I hope you did the (laughs) drumroll. It is rejection. And I think rejection is something that we all go through. And I'm kind of Well, to be very honest, I had therapy today (laughs) and we were talking a little bit about rejection because I feel like I have talked about rejection um, with one of my other really um, amazing friends uh, about rejection when it comes to your job or the industry that you're in. And I feel like I have a really like pretty pretty good grasp on on that kind of a rejection versus rejection in other parts of my life and so that was kind of an aha moment that I had in therapy today because I was like oh wow like just in my body my mindset towards different kinds of rejections it's it's yes it's rejection but I have a very different feeling and response to it depending on where it's coming from so I figured we can talk about that today not just about my rejection but about your rejection and you can think about it and we can talk about it in person or on the phone or audio messages or 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 you can just think about it in your pretty little mind as you go about your day having water or a coffee, or a smoothie, or whatever it is that you want. Okay, so I want to talk about the first part of the rejection that I feel more familiar with and have a better grasp on, and I think a healthy mentality towards, which is rejection when you are pursuing your career and I'm going to preface this that I am an actor, so I'm in the arts. And so that already <laughs> makes me, um, have to be, I think in a way, like have nerves of steel, have a very good sense of self, know my worth and, in order to, and, and will actually, and believe in myself and believe in the work that I'm doing in order to not let rejection stop me from doing what I love and, also not letting it define me and I think that's why it can be really hard to be an actor and it's not for the faint of heart whatsoever Um, and honestly I think you have to have a really resilient mind in order to realize that a lot of times like the majority of the time if you don't get a job or whatever it's not personal it really isn't I just oh god Okay, whenever I say it, it's not personal, I literally just think of The Godfather. Like, it's not personal, Sonny. It's just business. If you have not seen The Godfather, and I know some of you listening have not seen The Godfather, please watch The Godfather and watch the second one, too. The third one, you can... Uh, I'll let you decide if you're going to watch that one. The second one is, like... Oh God, when they go back and do the Italian bit of how the Don Vito Corleone came from Italy to, uh, to New York, and it's all in Italian, and Robert De Niro learned the Sicilian dialect to play the young Don. Uh, it's amazing. Anyways, I digress. But... I guess I'm still in the same vein of like actors because Robert De Niro is one of my favorite actors and I'm sure he faced so much rejection and look at where he's at today you know and basically I think the thing about rejection is that and again as an actor it's a part of the job it's a part of the territory it's really just I think finding ways of mentally not letting it stop you from continuing to pursue it. And I think figuring out, okay, so I'm about to go into a situation where I'm, I'm probably going to get rejected because I'm going up against 20 other people for this role. What can I do to prepare myself to be the best that I can be? And What can I do to prepare myself if I don't get it or to work through my emotions or, you know, things like that. And there's so many different things that you can do to kind of help you through that. Those are just some, some things to think about. But I think a really important thing is to remember that rejection does not equate to your worth you getting a job or you getting, as an actor, a certain role does not mean that you are this big, high and mighty person. Same as if you don't get it, that doesn't mean that you are lower than anyone else or that also does not mean that you are not good at your craft, that you're not good at what you do. Um, I think, again, a lot of times the people who are the decision makers about who's going to get a part or who is going to get hired for a certain job at maybe like a fortune 500 company or at a school or wherever you know there's a lot that's going into those decisions unfortunately from the acting side and this is such a real thing you, you know my agents have said it like you can go into the audition or do the self self self-tape and maybe you happen to look like someone that the casting director used to go to school with and they did not get along with that person and so because you just remind them of them because you have the same hair color and eye color whatever they're gonna already have A bias against you most of the time I don't necessarily think that they're gonna realize it um, but that could be a reason why you don't get it other other reasons could be you were really great Um, you did you came in you were prepared you had a great grasp of the character however your co-star who's going to be acting opposite you is shorter than you and they need this character to be the same height or shorter than than your co-star potential co-star you know there's a lot of different different (laughs) reasons as to why you can not get a part however if you don't get a part again it's rejection and I had a friend and they asked me how do you deal with rejection and honestly I think you just get so used to it because in my opinion I guess for me like eventually someone's gonna say yes someone is gonna say yes and when that happens, that's really great. At the same time, I'm also aware to not put all my coins, um, put all my coins, put all my ducks, what, what is the phrase? Oh, put all my eggs in one basket. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, I, I'm also aware to not put all of my eggs in, in a basket and believe like, oh, I just have to wait for the right person to say yes and then I will you know, my, my career is going to skyrocket. I don't, sometimes that happens, but I don't think that that's all the time. And so that's why I think it's also really important to, as an artist, create your own work, create opportunities for yourself, collaborate with other people. And in that way, I feel like that you're kind of taking control of your career and your craft too. And again, I'm talking very much in an acting mindset because that's what I know. But I really do believe that this is all very translatable to whatever it is that you are pursuing in whatever industry. Um, some things are very specific, of course. I'm gonna I'm I'm mentioning that are in terms of the acting field, but I think for the most part, the mindset and how you approach it is 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 the same. It goes for whatever it is that you want to be, and so yeah, I think creating your own work gaining some kind of control over your craft I think is really important because then you know that you are continuing to you know grow your craft evolve it um, explore it in different ways push yourself having fun with it I think is so important and so I think that that's what kind of makes rejection less of a big deal because it's like okay fine you said no to me for this role, but I'm going to go over here and work on this side project. Now I actually have time to do that. So I think it's, it's looking at rejection, not as, Oh, this is no, you're, you're bad. You're not good at what you do or whatever. Look at it as like, okay, so a door closed, but I'm going to go knock on this other door and see if this door opens, or I'm going to open this window and I'm going to go through it. I'm going to see what's on the other side, you know. And I, I know for me, 2022, my mindset going into it was, I don't have things planned <laughs> whatsoever. 2021, I, I had like things planned. I went to two different conservatories. So I felt I had like my year planned out. And in a way that felt really nice, especially coming out of 2020 when all all of the plans that I thought would happen, none of that happened. I, I remember my friends were like, oh, are you like gonna move back to LA? And I was like, this is March. This is when I was like packing up my apartment. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm sure I'll be back in July. Yeah, that did not happen. Um, <laughs> anyways, so going back, so 2022, my mindset was, I don't have anything planned. I am just going to knock on a bunch of doors and see which doors open and which ones close and go from there. And for me, as a person of faith, I was praying and I was like, Lord, like open doors, but also close them. And for all of the doors you close, open another window. And I... God is amazing because that totally happened like multiple times and he always comes through and there was like a job I was going after for my company and I made it to like the fourth round and all the stuff and this was a non-acting job and I started having so much anxiety about it as I was like getting to the to the final uh, round. And I was like, Oh my God, like if I get this job that I'm not going to be able to be an actor, which is really what I want to do. And, you know, it was coming very apparent to me when they would ask me, so like, where do you see yourself in five, 10 years in this company? And I'm like thinking, Oh man, I don't want to be here for that long. I'm like, I want to go and make art and everything (laughs) and, and all of that. And I didn't get the job and I was so happy and I was like, I think that that's also something to really listen to. Like how does your body react to something and and to rejection and everything? Because I think some people will think like, oh, like, no, like, she, she's probably going to be really disappointed and stuff like that. And, you know, feeling really sad and down about it. And I, I, for me, I was like, no, I feel so good. I'm like, I have my entire life ahead of me. This is great. Um, and, and you know, that, that technically was a rejection, but I realized what I really wanted. And um, that kind of, I think, lessened this the harsh reality that I didn't get the job. I shouldn't say harsh, it wasn't that harsh for me. But I think for some other people, it it could have been, you know, or that's how they would have handled it, or how they that's how they would have felt about it. Um, Other things, though, you know, that that happened this past year was, I have auditioned for a lot of things, and I didn't get them. And that's okay. But for me, I think that they just, it's just, again, a part of the process of putting yourself out there. And if it works out great, if it doesn't, that's okay too. Something will always turn up. And I think the amazing thing about life is that I think the best things in life happen when you, when you least expect them to. And whether that's a job or travel opportunity or love catches you by surprise and all of that stuff. And, um, I think that there's just, there's something really beautiful about that. And you kind of just have to be open and let yourself experience those things. And then when those amazing things happen and you look back at all, all of the things that were quote unquote rejections or no's and all of that stuff, you're like grateful that those things didn't happen because then you wouldn't have been able to get the opportunities that are now in front of you. And then you're like, wow, life is like so amazing. I was worried about all of that for nothing. And that's hard. It's hard not to be worried about those things because I think like, I know for me, I'm like a planner, so I like to plan and I have this thing where it's like, I like to have like control over that. And ever since I was in high school, I've really learned of just like releasing control and just having faith that, you know, it's all going to work out. And it's also like a really great reminder of like, near any, like you don't have to, you know, have control over everything like that. That's a lot of work. Like that, that's a lot. You need to just like chill and let things happen and stuff like that. Um, and it's such a relief in that way. And so anyways, all that being said is that, yeah, rejection can be really hard. Um, especially when you're trying to figure it out, figure out what it is that you want to do with your life, especially with, you know, I think jobs, especially, I think that's really where, you know, the rejection can be really, really hard. And you're just trying to be an adult and everything. And I think hopefully, you know, finding the thing that you really love, because I know for me, like, I don't want to reach the end of my life looking back and being like, oh, I had the opportunity to do what I loved, but I was too afraid to do it. Or I think this is why I've like, stayed away from corporate jobs, which is like, there's nothing wrong against it. Like I know people who are very supportive of me and love me and they say this with kindness and with love. They're like, oh, you have a business degree too. You should go use that. You, you know, you're in like near Silicon Valley, there's so many great job opportunities. I'm like, yeah, but I don't want to be a tech bro. No, thank you. That's not as like, I just, first of all, I don't even like sitting at a desk from nine to five. I did an internship in, in college, my senior year, and I was at a desk the entire time and I, my body could not handle it. I was like so antsy and like getting up all of that stuff. Um, which is why uh, my day job, I'm constantly on my feet and I actually really love that. Anyways, I don't know what I was saying, but (laughs) I guess what I'm trying to say is that any rejections that happen, look at them in a way, and and it can be really hard, especially if you're really, you know, hoping to get a a part or uh, a certain job and stuff like that. Maybe those rejections are actually blessings. Maybe those rejections are actually blessings, which is a really hard thing, I think, to to think about. Again, especially if it's something that you really, really want. But maybe by having someone saying no, again, it opens the door for a yes, and it's a sweeter yes, and it's the yes that was meant for you. And maybe it won't happen when you want it to, but it will happen and it'll just it'll feel good it'll it, it would be it will be worth the wait and yeah just remember like rejection does not mean that you are not worthy or that you are not talented or that you are not um, suited for the role i mean sometimes yeah maybe like your resume isn't like up to you know, whatever their standards, standards are and stuff like that. There's, I mean, that's maybe like a technical thing, um, about like, you know, like, oh, they want someone who has 10 years experience and you have three years experience. But aside from that though, I think you you all get what I, you all get what I mean. Um, it doesn't mean that you are not worthy. And if you've ever felt that way, my heart goes out to you and I want you to know that you are absolutely worthy. And, a piece of paper, someone else, you know, who's doing the hiring process, you don't need them to tell you that. Wake up in the morning, look at yourself in the mirror and say yes to yourself. That's, that's, you need to say yes to yourself. And that's the only th- person that matters. So yeah, hopefully that kind of helps. So that's kind of my, my, my mindset on rejection with the, within my industry. And again, I'm kind of just like used to it. I'm like, okay, it's a part of the thing. I'm not gonna, it's not personal. It's just, it's just business and it'll work out eventually. And it really has already. Um, yeah. So that's, (laughs) that's how I feel about it. And I think that you can even tell probably by how I I know my voice is probably going to shift as I talk about this because, the rejection that I am struggling with that I realized today again in therapy is rejection when it comes to like like oh god like I guess other people in my life like I guess relationships like I I have a hard time like telling someone that I like them if they have not told me first, and I've been, I've been pretty, pretty lucky that, like, in the past relationships, usually the guy has been the one to say, oh, I like you, and then, yeah, most of the time, like, yes, if I like them, I'll be like, oh, I like you too, and that, like, oh, that's, like, so less scary, however, that is probably so scary for the guy, too, I mean, it's, like, it's hard, it's hard putting yourself out there, and, Look, I am not saying that, oh, we need to subscribe to the guy being the one who's like asking you out on a date and and, and being the one who's, you know, initiating everything. I'm not saying that. It's just that that tends to be my experience because I am like so nervous of being the first one. So, I mean, I, I, I would do it. I just sometimes I like, here's the thing. I, I, I'm like a pretty brave person. I would like to think for the most part, like I'm pretty, I'm a pretty strong person. However, however, putting myself out there and being, being the first one to say, I like you, that scares me. And it's because of rejection. It's like I don't want to look like a fool or like I read it wrong or anything like that because, I don't know, I just, like, I guess I also don't want to make them feel uncomfortable if I'm like, oh, crap, like, (laughs) I like you, you don't like me, I totally read this wrong, Um, and I'm just going to go bury myself in a hole. So it's like I don't want to deal with that um, (laughs) because it doesn't feel good, and that's something that I'm going to try to work on because... I I hope that I can overcome that, but it's hard. And I I think about like, oh wow, May Rennie, like if you can handle rejection from you know, a bunch of, um, like, you know, casting directors or agents or whatever. Um, in the past, I I have lovely agents now, but like, um, you know, people telling, you no in your industry, like you should be able to handle it in, in romantic relationships or trying to like, you know, put yourself out there and everything. And I'm thinking like, no, because it's, it feels different. I think for some reason there's like, I guess there's like, um, like, I guess now that I'm thinking about it, the acting side, that feels more of like a business rejection. So it's like, okay, that's fine. Like, it's not, I think because again, I'm, I'm going to go back to this quote. It's not personal, It's just a business. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't feel personal. And I think like I have had such great mentors and amazing conversations with other artists to know that, okay, this is, doesn't mean that I am not a good actor or whatever. I think the thing is when you are when I, I should say, when I am interested in someone and I'm too afraid to tell them, (laughs) um, it's because there is no, there's nothing that I'm hiding behind. Like, it's not a business thing. It's a very personal thing. Um, It's not May Rennie, the actor, getting rejected. It's like May Rennie, May Rennie, the person, like, and her heart is out there. And that's so scary, you know, because, no one likes to be rejected and I think when you are being open and honest with someone else and you're kind of handing them a piece of your heart before you hand them over your entire heart you know our hearts are strong but they're they're delicate they're sensitive and it can be really really scary because you don't know if the other person is going to want to want to hold that heart and I think it's just a reminder that, again, your worthiness is not tied to whether or not someone accepts you. Like you have to wake up in the morning and accept yourself, and say yes to yourself and love yourself. I think that's really, really important. And um, I, I, I honestly am just so, like, in a way, wowed about just how rejection really, there's just so many different facets of rejection, and I didn't really realize that until today, and I am so interested to see for other people, hear about your experiences about rejection in different areas of your life, um, because again, I think rejection is not a one-size-fits-all f- for every or for every single person you know and and every single person goes through different things in their life so how they face rejection again in a job versus a parent how a parent maybe rejects a kid that sounds really sad but like you know I guess to kind of give that example um versus a rejection from a friend or rejection from a um from from a potential significant other and everything it you know our bodies are understanding that okay like there's rejection like my body feels you know like heavy and sad and like this doesn't feel good but um maybe the response can be maybe different or maybe similar I don't know I don't know I'm gonna pose that question out there so that the next time you get rejected you can kind of take stock of how you're feeling and your body's response not that I'm saying like oh, go out and get rejected. But like, that's the reality. We're all going to get rejected. Like I, I have an audition that I need to do. Um, and I honestly, I should be prepping for it tonight, but I'm not, I'm, I'm doing this little podcast episode. Um, and whether or not I get it, I don't know, but that's, that, that will be, it. let's say I don't get it. It's going to be that that's a rejection. So it's like, you know, rejection happens all the time. Anyways. So yeah, I think aside from rejection with like romantic partners and stuff like that, I think that there's also rejection about like friendships. Like sometimes, you know, there's someone that you've, I I mean, maybe there's someone that like you've always wanted to be friends with and they don't want to be friends with you. Like, I feel like there's, that's like a very plain example. So I'm gonna try to think of a better one. Um, Okay, I have one. So there were these two girls that I was like Best friends with they were like my sisters um in like high school and like first years of college you know we didn't go to the same school or anything like that like for college at least we didn't go to the same universities I moved away and they stayed home um, going to colleges near nearby where we grew up and I started feeling really rejected by them because you know we were like the three musketeers they were like my ride or die all of that stuff um and, you know, distance is one thing, but also, too, I think we were growing up and we, we were becoming our own people. And at that point, I think with one of them in particular, I felt like I was being in a way sort of rejected by them because they didn't. Well, and they they actually <laughs> they were like very like open about this. I think that they, they had it's like, oh, I have a very like strong character and personality and that like I I know that they didn't like that about me because they were also a pretty like strong person as well and I was like kind of being rejected by me being who I am and and the person I was evolving into. It's not like I changed into a different May Rennie, no. It's just May Rennie was growing up and she was learning and she was having um much more I mean I've always had a very good sense of self I yeah I, I don't know just always had a very good sense of self and I think that that was coming even more into the foreground of our friendship and being rejected for who I was that that that's hard you know that's not it's not an easy thing and I, I was getting pushed out of of that circle that we had created and it, it sucked. So, you know, again, that's a rejection thing. And I had to realize that like, hey, that doesn't mean that I'm, it doesn't mean that I'm a bad friend. It doesn't mean that I'm a bad person. It doesn't mean that me going away to college and having all of these incredible experiences makes me better or worse than anyone. It just, it's just part of my life's journey and that means that I will have to say goodbye to some people in my life who were there for a season and a reason. I really do believe that they were there for a reason and the we have such fond memories that I will always cherish but you know it's it's sad and they were just in my life for a certain time. Now they are no longer friends themselves. So that's a little bit of tea. But all all that being said, um, rejection, rejection hurts. And I think rejection in like female friendships hurts so much. Like I feel like end like, when female friendships end, it, it feels worse than a breakup from from a guy. Like, honestly, I think that my friendship ending with those two girls hurt way more than any breakup and yeah cuz i think you just share so much with with your girlfriends and again we just were we were so close so so close and it was a beautiful friendship for for you know how long it lasted and by no means was it perfect but i'm trying to also not look back on it with rose-colored glasses and think like, oh, everything was fine. Because no, there, there, uh, towards the end, like, and even in the middle of it, like, there were things that maybe were not the best, to be honest. But yeah, so anyways, rejection, rejection hurts from, from friends, um, that you grew up with. But actually, tying it into what I said earlier about when a door closes. another door opens or a window opens it was so crazy crazy amazing was that I so I said goodbye to that friendship I closed the door on it um I was the one who left too I was like I can't deal with this anymore granted it was easier that I was already living far away but um uh, I was the one who like was like no I gotta I gotta take myself out of this and sometimes you gotta do that sometimes you have to stick up for yourself and just go away with grace anyways different different topic (laughs) but I said goodbye to that friendship and I was like well I want to pour into the friendships that I had already created um at my university and I was hoping well that would be nice to have some more friendships you know come come about too and that summer I ended up studying abroad and I went to Europe and I met like my some of my best friends who I know are listening shout out you you y'all know who you are and I just felt so blessed and I was like oh my god like lord like thank you like yes this that friendship, the three musketeers, that's what I'll call us. We are no longer three musketeers, but I was blessed with so many more amazing friendships and beautiful, beautiful, deep, meaningful, a hundred percent and a hundred percent from both sides, that kind of a friendship. And that was just so beautiful. And the fact that I'm still friends with them and and talking with everyone and we're still fostering our friendships that is so beautiful so um yeah rejection can be a saving grace sometimes it can hurt but it can be a saving grace other times rejection again isn't personal it's just business and you just gotta keep going and know your worth and other times rejection can be a learning lesson um where, hey, like, yeah, maybe this is how you feel about someone, and it's hard to put yourself out there, and it's scary to put yourself out there, but at least you tried, and sometimes you don't try, which is (laughs) what I, it's my problem, but at least it's a reminder, I think, of just maybe for the next time, putting yourself out there and being brave and even if they say no again at least you tried and you never have to wonder the what if and and at least at least you can go to sleep at night maybe you're embarrassed maybe you're sad maybe you're happy but at least you're like hey I got the answer now I can just continue living my life and actually I'm gonna end on this on this little note so there's this thing that my mom and my grandma would always say and it's one of the great life lessons that I've I've learned from my loving wonderful family and they they would always say the best they can say is yes and the worst they can say is no at least at least you tried and I've really kept that close to my heart and I've really tried to live that out and so whether that's going up for a job or asking a certain question about something you know and or whatever um, I think that that whole I think that 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 little life quote life mantra uh, can be applied to so many things in life I apply it to so so many things but it, it I think is a great reminder to at least put yourself out there, ask the question, see what happens, open the door. And again, the the best they could say is yes. If they say yes, that's amazing. Woohoo. We found Nemo. We can all go home now. Um, (laughs) and if they say no, okay, fine. That's the answer. You just, you pivot and you go somewhere else. Then again, you never have to wonder about the what if. And I think that that's, um, really important and it also is a reminder that rejection does not like it's not going to to kill you <laughs> you know that that's like I, that's a very strong word but i think you all get what i mean like it's not it's not the end of the world you'll just you're you're going to get up again and you're going to continue to go and it really is about the getting up again it's like oh another another quote a rocky quote I really am my father's daughter, all of these movies that he, he made me watch. Well, I volunteered to watch too. But anyways, in my childhood, okay. <laughs> um, there's a Rocky quote, where he's like, it's not about how hard you get hit. It's or it's or what? Oh, goodness. What is it? But it's about like you keep moving forward basically and it's like you have to like get get your it's about getting back up basically after you get hit no matter how hard you've been hit it's about getting back up and keep moving and and you got to keep moving forward which is just so true in life you know and and it's the getting up that that's really hard sometimes you just want to stay on the ground or stay in your bed you know, with the covers, and maybe you have a weighted blanket, shout out Danielle, because I know you have a weighted blanket, <laughs> I don't know, you you, you, all, you, all get what I mean, but it can be really hard to, to get back up again, but by doing that, maybe you'll be like, okay, yes, I have some bruises, I definitely have some bruises, but I'm still alive, I'm still alive, and I'm not out yet. I'm not out yet. My time is the here, it's the now, it's the future. And you may say no, but I'm not going to say no to myself. So yeah, okay. I think that's it. I love you all. Thanks for tuning in again. Share this episode if you really liked it. If you feel like other people will like it, let me know. Any comments you have? Shout out to eating podcasts or eating, oh my God, no, listening to podcasts during meals because that's literally what I would do in college and I still do that now. Like, I'll eat dinner and I'll listen to podcasts. Not if I'm like with other people though or like at a restaurant, but. All this to say, wherever you're listening, thanks for listening and uh, write a comment, uh, share, post it, like it, do all the social things. And if you have a topic that you would like uh, to explore, um, let me know and I will chat, chat about it. And let me know what you think about the music too. I'm like exploring what the intro and ending music will be there's a little, I think for this episode, it's, um, it's a little bit of a bossa nova vibe because sometimes you just gotta do a little bossa nova. Um, so yeah, have a great rest of your day and I can't wait to chat with you soon. Goodbye.